0: which makes me feel even better about my decision to be part of the ButcherBox community. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential: three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips, for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get twenty plus get twenty dollars off your first order. That's right. New users will receive their choice of 2 pounds of ground beef, 3 pounds of chicken thighs, or 1 pound of premium steak tips for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash Morning Cup and use code MORNINGCUP to choose your free offer and get $20 off. The new year is here, which means it's time to start new habits and make those yearly resolutions. Mine this year was to get healthier, and improve my quality of life. Which is why I want to talk to you guys about Noom. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, and don't take into account each person's individual needs, which in turn doesn't really set you up for success. Those workout plans you pull from the internet don't think about your individual dietary restrictions, medical issues, or other personal needs. Noom does all of that before building a tailor-made plan that works for you and your lifestyle. It doesn't try to restrict what you eat and never shames you for wanting to treat yourself. And unlike before, I feel the motivation I need to succeed and none of the frustration that came with other plans. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com. That's n-o-o-m.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold.
1: There were two more murders, 15 miles the away. We arrived lake the the of and found We have a weird here described uh-huh. by one
0: investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Cup of murder. When you hear the term family man, you think of a devoted dad, loving husband, and the support system of a family unit. You don't necessarily think of a cold-blooded killer who targeted sex workers for no apparent reason. On May 27, 1952, a deviant family man was born. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Robert Lee Yates Jr. was born on May 27, 1952, and, by all means, was a decent family man. He grew up as a Seventh-day Adventist in a middle-class family in Oak Harbor, Washington, worked as a corrections officer in Walla Walla, and later enlisted and served in the U.S. Army until 1996, where he was considered an accomplished and well-decorated pilot. His first marriage only lasted two years, but in 1974, he married a woman named Linda Brewer and together they had four daughters and one son. Basically on paper, he seemed like a pretty decent guy who you would be hard pressed to believe was involved in a life of crime, especially not murder. But behind closed doors, Robert was a man who frequented sex workers and in July of 1975, was ready to make those he was employing his innocent victims. The first victim, or victims, to be found were actually two people who were far outside of his soon-to-be normal victim pool. Patrick Allen Oliver, 21, and Susan Patricia Savage, 22, were picnicking on Mill Creek near Walla Walla when they happened upon Robert Yates. He'd been out there shooting targets when he found the couple and, for whatever reason, decided out of the blue to shoot Patrick three times and Susan twice. He then took the bodies and buried them under a pile of brush. Their bodies were found days later, on July 13, 1975. This may have been Robert's first murder, but he was far from done. On July 7, 1988, he shot and killed 23-year-old sex worker Stacy Elizabeth Hahn, Her body was not found until December 28th of that same year outside of Mount Vernon, and initially, it was added to the list of possible victims for the Green River Killer. Washington had no idea that there was a second killer in their midst. She was the first of what would be 15 sex workers over the course of 10 years to lose their lives at the hands of this family man. He would solicit these women from East Sprague Avenue in Spokane, They would have sex and sometimes do drugs before Robert pointed a gun at their head and shot them with deadly accuracy. After Stacy's death and a small cooling-off period came the deaths of Shannon Renee Zielinski, found June 14, 1996, Patricia Barnes, found October 25, 1996, and Heather Marie Hernandez, found August 26, 1997 found that same day was a 16-year-old named Jennifer Ann Joseph. Her body was in advanced state of decomposition in a secluded area. She'd been shot close range in the chest, but with her body, they were able to extract DNA from semen swabs that would later prove extremely beneficial in Robert Yates' capture. On November 5, 1997, the body of Darla S. Scott was found by a man walking his dog. She had been shot twice in the head with two bags that had been covering her head, found in her shallow grave. DNA was also discovered on her body. On December 18, 1997, 36-year-old Shawn Johnson was found, shot twice in the head, with plastic bags discovered in her grave as well. With her death came the knowledge that they were now dealing with a serial killer. Just a few days after she was discovered, Spokane announced the formation of a task force, on December 26, 1997, just four days after the task force was announced, the bodies of both Sean Ann McClenahan and Laura Wasson were found next to each other, plastic bags over their heads and suffering from gunshot wounds. Beginning in February of 1998, the bodies of Sunny Gail Oster, Linda Gail Davies, Linda Marie Mabin, and Michelle Joanne Durning Hoyt were found throughout the year. On August 1st, 1998, Robert Yates picked up sex worker Christine Smith. She agreed to perform oral sex on Robert for $40, and as she entered his van and saw that it was outfitted with a mattress in the back, she asked if he was the psycho killer she had been hearing about in the news. He assured her that he was not the killer because he had five children and a wife at home. After several minutes together, Robert failed to maintain an erection and decided to take his anger out on the 32-year-old woman. She was shot in the head but somehow not only survived but maintained consciousness. The bullet had luckily only scraped the side of her face but the blow did knock her backwards. She was able to escape and contact the police. On September 19, 1988, Robert Yates was pulled over, presumably because his vehicle matched one that was seen with victims prior to their death, and asked to give a DNA sample. He refused on the basis that this was too extreme to ask from a family man such as himself. This happened again in November, after Robert was seen picking up a known local sex worker. But, as he told police, he was simply picking up the girl and getting her off the street at the request of her father. What a fine and upstanding man. Robert Yates, who was definitely on their persons of interest list, but not an official suspect, was called to the station on a number of occasions in connection to the crime. He was asked to provide a DNA sample, but again, not being an official suspect, he was able to refuse the request. It wasn't until January of 2000 when police were able to get their hands on the Corvette once owned by Yates that the case really came to a head. Inside the car, they found ample amounts of evidence connecting Robert Yates to 12 murders. He was arrested on April 18, 2000, and on the same day, Christine Smith called after seeing his mugshot to state that, without a doubt, this was the man who attempted to kill her. The family man was finally behind bars. That same year, he was charged with 13 counts of first-degree murder and one count of attempted murder in a Spokane Superior Court. He agreed to, as part of a plea bargain, give information about all of the other murders he committed in order to avoid the death penalty. Instead, he was given 408 years in prison. That October, after information given during the plea deal, the body of Melody Ann Murphan was found buried in the side yard of the Yates' home. She had been missing since 1998. The following year, he was connected to the murders of two additional women, Melinda L. Mercer in 1997 and Connie Ellis in 1998. He was convicted of those murders on September 19, 2002, and because he did not give their information during his initial plea agreement, he was sentenced to death. However, after a series of appeals, habeas corpus petitions, and a governor who vowed to not sign any death warrants while in office, and the rejection of the death penalty in 2018, Robert Yates had his sentence commuted to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on May 28th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's... Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day.
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up.